0: you guys it is your man morgan man thank you so much for tuning back into the morgan man sports podcast you can find me here on soundcloud.com spotify google podcast and iHeartRadio. radio guys this is a loaded falcons friday i have for you all so that any further delay let's go ahead and get straight into today's subjects of matter so to kick off falcons friday guys we are talking about the recent news of the nfl going to a 17 game season with a playoff expansion that is happening this coming 2020 season. Uh, this is reported on CBSSports.com. NFL owners will meet in New York City this Thursday, so this was really yesterday, uh, to discuss a wide range of topics, including a new collective bargaining agreement. According to CBS NFL insider Jason L- L- Confora, if I'm pronouncing that right, sorry if I'm... Butchering your name, the NFL owners do not expect any sort of vote to take place on Thursday during their meeting, but it remains possible that the CBA gets done at the NFL Combine next week. The players will also go along with the 17-game schedule if the owners agree to fulfill some other requests, such as fewer training camp and regular season practices, but the regular season is the only place where you could expect some new games. If you were hoping for a new NFL playoff structure in the near future, it appears you may be in luck. According to ESPN's Adam Schefter, the current CBA proposal has seven teams from each conference making the playoffs, instead of six, with only one team receiving a first-round bye per conference. Uh, Guys, I do like this right here. Uh, It is something that should have been implemented a long time ago especially with the playoff structure. You know, we want to see more action. We want to see that, like, kind of like low-tier playoff team kind of like really upset, like the Tennessee Titans, pretty much, for example, this past year where they upset at the red-hot New England Patriots and the Baltimore Ravens, you know, from being like a low-tier wild-card team. But now, if this was in in place for last year, being, for example, of the seven playoff teams per conference— you had the Pittsburgh Steelers visiting the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC and the Los Angeles Rams visiting the Green Bay Packers in the NFC. So it is um it it's a good thing. It really is. It's a good thing to to have this implemented now, and I'm I'm ready for the future. So definitely be on the lookout for that. So for other Falcon uh well, this is the first bit of Falcons news and the only Falcons news I have right now at the moment. And that is the Atlanta Falcons did sign young Waikou and Ryan Allen to one year extensions. This was reported by William Will McFadden on the Atlanta Falcons website on Tuesday, February 18th at three eleven PM. So the Atlanta Falcons announced Tuesday that they have signed young Ku and punter Ryan Allen to one-year contract extensions. Young Ku, 25, and Ryan Allen, 29, played in Atlanta's final eight games of the 2019 season and each proved to be worthy additions to the roster. Uh, especially Young Ku in this category. Young Ku was just a phenomenal talent. You know, everybody thought whenever Matt Bryant was pretty much done with the team after missing several long-distance field goals. And then, you know, signing Young-Way Koo, they was like, oh my gosh, you know, this kid really ain't going to live up to Matt Bryant. Well, he's lived up to Matt Bryant plus more. Recovering onside kicks, uh, almost ran in for a touchdown, I think against New Orleans, or it might have been against the Carolina Panthers. I cannot remember. But definitely, he he's the onside kick master, and the Falcons would be stupid to have not had signed him to a, at least a one-year extension to make sure that he is still going to be in that kind of style of mentality of playing that elite. All right, so now we are moving on over, guys, to the Falcons 2020 schedule, and I am going to quickly just glance over this from what I have seen from this past season. But now, of course, this could change. Um, I'm sorry. I'm getting distracted by something here. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so this could change, you know, you know, post-draft and free agency right here. So the Falcos 2020 schedule. For home, you got the Bears, Lions, Denver Broncos. That's most likely going to be in New England. Not well, well, New England, but London, for example. Raiders, Seahawks, Saints. Panthers and Bucks. In a way, you have the Vikings, Chiefs, Chargers, Packers, Cowboys, Saints, Panthers, and Bucks. So I'm gonna quickly go over this uh at just at a quick glance from what I've seen from last season. But again, I will revisit this post draft. We'll say that. We'll we'll visit this post draft. So for home, now this again, not very first game, but Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears definitely does have a good defense and I think that with the the high powered offense that the Atlanta Falcons has it could definitely match up to that defense especially with Khalil Mack. But I'm just not sure on the bear on opposite sides of the field for Falcons defense and Bears offense because Mitchell Trubisky he he has not been living up to what Everybody thought he was going to be whenever he first came to the Bears. He just had that one great season making the wild card playoffs. Well, making the wild card in the playoffs and then shortly losing to the Philadelphia Eagles, you know, that by what a field goal thing it was. But still, that was the only time Mr. Trubisky was really good at playing football. But now he's just you know, like, oh my God. So, I'm going to say the win for the Atlanta Falcons at home. Then after that, you got the Detroit Lions. It's the Lions, guys. Really, I would be scared of their offense if Matthew Stafford is back for another season. So, but still, at the end of the day, it is the Lions. So, I'm going to say a win right there. Denver Broncos. Now, if this is true, that we will be playing them in London I think at Wembley Stadium and the Broncos now they are an AFC opponent for the Atlanta Falcons. Now we did win against the Jacksonville Jaguars this past season in Atlanta at home. So chances are guys if if we could keep up that kind of like energy from the time we won against the Jacksonville Jaguars we have no problem beating the Denver Broncos, so I'm gonna say a win right there at home, but it's gonna of course be in London oh uh, well not not Oakland no more, but the las Vegas Raiders I'm gonna say a loss right there because the Raiders are kind of like a wild card team in my sense where one day they're really good and one day they're just just really just hot garbage and this could be in a a position where the Raiders are in just absolutely great at playing football and Derek Hart if he's still in the Raiders uniform definitely I would be somewhat scared of him so I'm gonna say a loss right there so right there we're already three and one the Seattle Seahawks, they always struggle against the Falcons on the East Coast. And but now of course this past season they they won but barely because we actually did come back with a defense. But I'm gonna have to say we're gonna win this one because again, just history has proven that the Seattle Seahawks just are not that great on the East Coast. But if if it was us visiting them, I'm going to say they will win. But for us right here, we're going to win this one. So right there, that's four and one. Saints at home. The Between the Saints and the Falcons, we we always tie it up pretty much. You win here, I win there. That That's how that goes. I, I can't remember the last time. Well, actually, yeah, the 2018 season, if I'm not mistaken, the Saints did sweep us at home and at their stadium. But I don't think this year. I think Drew Brees has definitely taken a huge decline in productivity. And you're already losing. Well, now I'm just guesstimating here. But you're going to be losing Taysom Hill and Teddy Bridgewater. So you're not going to have those. Well, I'm not going to say elite. But you're not going to have those valuable backups to cover you if Drew Brees got injured. So I'm going to say a win at home for the Atlanta Falcons so that now makes us 5 and 1. Yes, 5 and 1. Carolina Panthers uh we we own them so really 6 and 1 now. <laughs> Buccaneers, Buccaneers. All right, so they they beat us at our stadium and then we beat them at their stadium. So it's it's kind of like a one-way thing just like the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to say we're going to win at home again against the Bucks. Even though we didn't last year, I think we're gonna win at home and improve our record at home to seven one for the twenty twenty season. So now for away, Vikings. Uh I hope we get them second or third game to start off the season. I really hope so. Because if it's the first game like it was last season, it, it's over. We're we're not winning that. So to to go off with, let, let's just say the Falcons did get the third game of the their third game of the season against the Vikings. I'm saying we're winning that one, so that is one and zero already away. Kansas City Chiefs, I don't think we're winning that one. I just do not think we're winning that one. Patrick Mahomes boy and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid, that high powered offense. If Raheem Morris could just pull a daggum rabbit out of his hat and somehow just really upset the Super Bowl champs and blow them out at their stadium, I'm going to be utterly shocked. But right now, it's a loss for the Falcons right there. So right now, we're one-on-one. The Los Angeles Charters, Charters, Chargers, excuse me, we will be playing them in that new SoFi Stadium. But they'll be sharing that with the Los Angeles Rams. I'm gonna say we're gonna really upset the Chargers and just completely blow them out. So that's two and one on the road. Green Bay Packers, we need to get them the second game of the season. Second game. <laughs> or just just early in general. We need to get them early September. Because if we get them in like October or November, you might as well forget the Falcons are not gonna play good in the snow. So I'm going to say we're going to get them early and we're going to win in Green Bay. So that right there is three and one Dallas Cowboys away. Uh, it really don't matter where, what time of the season that is minus the very first game. I'm going to say we're going to win that one. Yeah, we're going to win that one. So that makes now the record one, one, two, one, one, so that makes the record four one on the road. The Saints, I'm say we're gonna lose that one now because it is just at their stadium, so that makes it now four and two. Carolina Panthers, obviously win that one. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, we're winning that one, so that's two losses and six wins on the road. So if you really add that up right there, that be that's a thirteen to three season. I could really see that happening. I hope that's true. Who would just go all the way like sixteen and zero and then win this freaking Super Bowl? But now, right now, I'm setting the expectations low by simply just having a above five hundred season. We're just gonna go with that right now, and then past that, you know, I have to just see it to believe it. So I have the Falcons going thirteen three, NFC South champions. For what now, the fifth time in franchise history or sixth time? Uh, it, it's a, it's a very low number like that. But now the the team that I would prefer, no, well, I would prefer honestly to have at the beginning of the season is the Green Bay Packers, just because of the snowy environment in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, but now, if it comes to atmosphere, like you know, fan noise and everything. I would want the Minnesota Vikings out of the way first, you know. I, or no, excuse me. I would want the Vikings kind of like that second to third game, so where the energy, it, if the Vikings were to lose zero and two to start off the season, and then the here comes the Falcons the following week, that energy is going to be kind of you know, meh. you know, you're not really going to have that energy for the Vikings. Uh, Kirk Cousins just like, oh my god, why are y'all booing me? I'm the one who brought y'all to the playoffs. You know, that that kind of mentality. So, that's what I'm hoping for. But I would also hope that we get a, a home game to start off the season. Because that would definitely be something spectacular for the Falcons. Especially in the new uniforms that's coming in April. And just just the energy that the Atlanta Falcons have going into the season with Raheem Morris calling the shots on defense. And I still think Jeff Oprich is still going to have something to do with the defense, like, you know, calling plays on, like, second or third down. I still think that, I do think that Dirk Carter can produce a good offense and get the run game established. But guys, that is all the time I have for today. But I sure hope you did enjoy today's podcast. And if you did, make sure to hit that like button here on Ascendgo.com, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and on Heart Radio. Guys, interact with me on Twitter. I'm always on there. I have the notifications enabled. So that way, as soon as you tweet me, I'm already responding as quickly as possible. But till then, I, we will catch you all later.